It's time to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. Final hour live from the nation's capital and Portland. Trista Allen West, Nick Ashew East. We're on Twitch, YouTube, the Odyssey app. You're loving that studio, aren't you? You're loving it. I love the time. I love the time. I love that it's 7 p.m. right now. I love that I'm on the same time zone as Patrick Everson. I love this studio that is literally four months old. I love all of it. Do you really have to rub in the time? You really gotta. You really gotta be that person right now. Seven I mean, p.m. It's just messed up, dude. I'm gonna it's hang out with up. my mom. I love the fact that I can see my mom after the show. I'm a. I'm a mama's girl. Have did well. There's nothing wrong with that. Your mom watches the show all the time anyway. It's awesome. She does. She you oh, during the show. really quick before. Really quick. Oh, she texts me. She texts friends of mine that te- send messages to me. She, oh, her latest thing that she doesn't like is that I nod my head in agreement when I'm listening to you, Ashu. Like she's <laughs> doing the head bob thing. It's like that shows that I'm actually listening to my co-host, Mom, without cutting him off. And then secondarily, we had a, a debt guy come over the other day to do an estimate. And she introduced herself. No joke. Hi, uh, Hugo. You can call me Big Mama Peeps. <laughs> Your mom just sounds awesome. Like, I gotta be honest. She's so there was funny. One time I remember she texted you and was mad at something you said and scolded you and you apologized to her on the air. I was like, that is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. I need to meet her. She sounds incredible. To get you to uh, issue, issue an apology on the air, well done. <laughs> He's great. Uh, Patrick Everson joins us now. It's been a while since we've talked to our old friend Patrick Everson. How are you, my friend? How's how's the summer been going? Uh, summer's been going good. I think I'm getting you through my computer instead of through my mic and my headphones, but I'm not going to mess with it. If you guys can hear me, then we're good. Summer is well. How about for the two of you? It has been a couple of weeks. You know what? It's uh, it's it's one of those summers where you sit here and go, I can't believe it's already August. And here we are. We're talking exactly. About, we're talking about football, and we've got the baseball trade deadline passing already. Hey, I, I know we don't have like a ton of you know some of the markets like playoff markets still aren't coming back up yet when it comes to to baseball with all the shifting movement over the last couple of days with teams. But you know, looking at the World Series now, it's it's honestly kind of crazy to me to see some of these teams like the Orioles, you know, and the Rays towards the top there. I'm trying to like where where is where are people going in terms of like just the just the public money right now like is it going towards atlanta like because it's just i feel like it's hard to get like to me i see atlanta as the best team in baseball but at the same time like they could also flame out right away and it's like do i am i sit there do i have confidence in the orioles it just feels very there's a lot of parody right now in baseball where it just seems like the best teams aren't as good as they used to be like let's say the dodgers you know right no, I, th- I think that's fair to say. And t- to your point on the on the Orioles, uh, they've been very active. I literally just updated. I mean, this is like fresh in the last 30 minutes. Uh, World Series betting trends article over at VegasInsider.com. Talking with BetMGM's Hal Eglin, who is a seam head, loves his baseball. So he really, it's great when you, I mean, all these odds makers know what they're doing in, in, in a variety of sports, but Hal has really got a passion for baseball. So And it comes through in the comments he gives me. Uh, the insights he gives me, you can just tell he knows what he's talking about. But uh, the Orioles are definitely a really popular play. The Braves are a popular play, but obviously at a short number, and they've been a short number pretty much all season long. I think they opened at eight uh, eight to one, and now they're uh, under under four to one. They're at plus three. I think they got as short as plus three fifty at one point at BetMGM. Now plus three seventy five. But 
Hal told me, and literally just in the wake of the trade deadline, this is all in the last hour or two that we that I've compiled this information. The Braves, Orioles, and Rangers are who betters are hitting lately. They are the trendy teams of the last month or so. And the Orioles are to the point where they are one of BetMGM's worst outcomes at the moment. Mm. He said they're one of the best stories. And he noted a lot of regional bias creeping in. He said, we operate in Maryland and a lot of surrounding states. So the Orioles bets come as no surprise. Plenty of regional bias and a good population base there. And a team that's a really good story. I mean, having a great season. So he said, uh, you know, unfortunately, at Jam we'll be rooting against them. Again, they're one of their worst results. He did say, if I was an Orioles fan, I would be a little disappointed that they didn't do more at the deadline. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I'm curious, Patrick. Uh, why do the Yankees still have the eighth best odds, uh, <laughs> despite the fact that they are absolute trash vomit? Uh, what is it going to take, do you think, for betters to finally capitulate and understand, yeah, this team this team stinks? Well, I think it's it's already happening at Bedham Jam. It may, be, not, it may not be happening anywhere else yet, and I was kind of surprised as I was writing my article because I was thinking the same thing as you, Trista. Uh, I kept you know checking these odds every few days, maybe week to week. I'm like, okay, when are the, I mean, the Yankees are last in their division. I mean, at some point, you know, the, uh, you know, Yankees to make the playoffs, no, you know, has already gone, went to a favorite like two weeks ago. So, and that's probably much more of a favorite now than no on that, but they have made a move. I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. The Yankees are down to 12 at Benham Jam as of tonight. So it is starting to happen. You know, Hal noted, and I think I've talked to you too about this in the past, and, and, and certainly with Ryan as well, that the Yankees are still up there in terms of ticket count. I think they're number three in tickets, or number two in tickets at uh, uh, at BetMGM. They're they're up there in terms of tickets and money. However, they're a pretty good result for BetMGM, which is interesting, but mainly, again, a shorter number uh, is helping that along, no question. But uh, he noted the Yankees, and he said the Padres, too. He felt like they both had lackluster trade deadlines, didn't really make the kind of moves. They said they, he feels like both those teams, particularly the Yankees, kind of got themselves stuck in the middle, Trista. He, he said they they could have done either what the Angels did and, and tried to, you know, because the Angels have got to try to keep Shohei Otani, or do what the Mets did and have a fire sale. He feels like the Yankees got caught in the middle which he, he said typically that does not work out in the long run. And with them obviously sitting last in the AL East right now, um, they've got some some ground to make up. Do you have any idea when we might start seeing the playoff odds trickling out uh, for baseball again? Because those have been taken down pretty much everywhere. And I, I get it, right? You know, every teams are getting reshaped around the deadline. Because I'm like looking at the National League and the wild card race right now, and you're jammed with the Giants and the Phillies and the Brewers, mm -hmm. Diamondbacks, Marlins. Like, I'm just curious to know when those might actually start coming out because I'm really interested to see what they look like. I think what will happen so like so like the yes no on the playoffs is what yes. you're talking about right yep yep yeah i i think now that we're past the trade deadline i should have asked hal about this mm -hmm. but i would guess those will pop back up soon now that everybody knows where everybody is at they were kind of up and down up and down over the last couple of weeks day to day as games got started each day they were taking them down and then putting them back up the next late that night or early the next morning i would think with this all with all the dust settled now and, and everybody knows where all these players are going and and, and which teams made moves to, to really, you know, look like they want to make the playoffs and which teams are starting to already build for next year. I, I would guess those would start coming back up, hopefully tomorrow, honestly. I would hope mm -hmm. that you could see some of these markets tomorrow. That would be good if you could, because I agree, those are good markets to bet into. 
Patrick, uh, we now know that the Mets 100% are not making the playoffs. Like, it's just not oh, yeah. happening. <laughs> um, it's a t- complete teardown. Uh, before this uh, disintegration happened, where were the Mets in terms of ticket count and money uh, to end up winning the National League and, and the World Series? Right, and I was—I I actually had that up just a moment ago, so I'm going to click on it and get it up again. But the Mets, I mean, this was a team, Trista, that opened 11-1. to 1. They were like fourth or fifth, you know, on the odds board. And now they are 100-1, to 1, or at least they were 100-1 to 1 as of yesterday. They might even be further down now. I'm going to double-check uh, MGM's odds right now, but i they might even be further down. They were really thought of as a team that was going to do some damage, and they certainly had potentially the starting pitching to do it but uh it never it never came together actually now the Mets I was looking at 101 they're actually 250 to 1 now after the fire sale so you know they're done but that is just a quite a quite an amazing collapse if you will or, or just a dichotomy between where they were when they opened late you know last fall at 11 to 1 uh, a week ago they were 66 to 1 which obviously isn't great but um, and then 100 to one on Monday morning at BetMGM, and now after today, 250 to one. It's just, it's wild because they have taken a fair amount of tickets and bets. They're among the top six or seven teams in ticket count at BetMGM. And looking at this, they're probably among one, two. Actually, it looks like they're third in money at BetMGM, wow. behind only the Braves and the Yankees. So you know, and and like I said, sixth or seventh in tickets written. So a lot of believers in them. Uh, I don't think those bets. I think both the bulk of those bets. Just like on the Padres, just to make an example, the bulk of those tickets and money probably came in earlier in the season. But still, they're pretty high up there in tickets and money. And third in money for a team that is now 250 to 1 is is kind of eye-popping. Talking to Patrick Everson, BetMGM tonight. Uh, we were trying to figure out earlier what it would take for Sweden to be a favorite against Team USA in the knockout round. Uh, I mean... The, the venom right now around that performance and Carly Lloyd and, and what she said. and Now, mm-hmm. Team USA is still 4-1 to one to win the World Cup, uh, but they struggle against Sweden, and that's the most likely scenario as long as Sweden beats Argentina uh, at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Good God, that's really early or late, depending on how you want to look at it. Still can't get over these times. But is there a chance that, the, that Team USA could be an underdog in that game against Sweden? I would say it's not likely, but it's going to be close. Okay, Nick, there was one odds maker I talked to literally in the middle of the night last night as this match ended up going back and forth on text messages uh, to try and get some stuff turned around. I mean, look, Sweden's still 18-1 to one to, to win the tournament, so they're still about uh, oh, 8 to 10 teams down. Uh, while th- at the top at BetMGM, you've got a three-way log jam. Spain, England, USA. I've got a futures on Spain, and after watching that game last night, I know I'm off topic here a little bit, I feel much better about that futures ticket on Spain than I would if I had Team USA at the moment because that was just, uh, I mean, they they should have lost. I mean, there's no two ways around it. But what the oddsmaker told me late last night, I'm like, okay, so they're, they're probably going to play Sweden, assuming things play out to form tonight. So how does this go? And what he said was, he thinks as long as it's Sweden that the U.S. will open a modest favorite on a three-way money line. So you've got USA, Sweden, draw. So he thinks the U.S. will probably be in the plus 130 to plus 140 range, which will put Sweden around plus 190 and the draw around plus 240. And he indicated typically a pick on the three-way money line would be about plus 165 on both sides. So you're getting pretty close to that. And keep in mind, this is a U.S. team that was a huge favorite, obviously, against Vietnam, a decent favorite 
against uh, Netherlands, you know, minus uh, minus 150, 160, something like that. And 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 obviously favored against uh, a, a sizable favorite, like minus 400 or more against Portugal. So this is a much closer match. And the U.S. hasn't really looked good, I don't think, in the three matches they've played so far. So now it's a tight, you know, the odds are tight and it's and it's the knockout stage. Um, I don't think Sweden will be favored. I don't think they'll get to the favorite, but uh, it's it's going to be a lot closer than people thought, I think. Interesting. Has the performances of, of the U.S. women's national team, uh, from what you can tell, impacted betting on the World Cup as a whole? Like, are the books happy with the handle? Uh, and, like, how has the time shift handled uh, changed that, too? Is that too much for the Americans, really, to deal with? It that has made an impact. Uh, the first two games, you recall, Tristo, they got they got a really nice time slot. I think it was nine Eastern, six Pacific, perfect. And I'm sure that you know that Fox Sports and and FIFA got together and made that happen. But at some point, you've got to start playing these games. You know, you can't you can't schedule everything when you're 18 hours ahead uh, to fit the American schedule. And by the way, Trista. By the U.S. losing that game, they put themselves in another position like that. So I'm sure the TV folks are not going to like that. Uh, with a, I think it's a 2 a.m. start on Sunday morning. Had they won the group, that wouldn't have been the case. They would have been in a better time slot with their game. But um, it has impacted it a little bit. But overall, Team USA is seeing a, a good amount of action. And a lot of times because of the, the minus money they've been on the money line, three-way money line, betters have been taking Team USA like minus one and a half on the spread or as they did last night against Portugal. So really while they're getting a fair amount of action on team USA, the books have generally done good to them because they're not winning or if they are winning, it's not in nearly as they did against Vietnam, not nearly in the fashion that people anticipated You get, you know, draw against Netherlands and, and then no goals against Portugal. I mean, geez, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, the other thing that's, that's torrid hot. And I talked about this last week uh, on, on BetMGM tonight is, you know, the USA helped keep that both teams to score no prop on fire. I mean, it is just burning hot. If you've been riding that all tournament, you are absolutely killing it. You're making a ton of money. But, but, but yeah, with the with the results again, there's a lot of money on Team USA, but a lot of it is on like minus one and a half or on some of the props or alternate markets because they don't want to take pay, pay that that juice on the on the money line. And so far, the USA hasn't done that much damage. Now in the futures. The USA is still a big, big liability, so we'll see how that pans out. Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider. Always good to talk to you, man. Good to have you on again. Appreciate it. Thank you, too. Have a great week. You know, Trista, it's going to be – it sounds close, but I, I, I really thought Sweden would actually just be an all-out favorite in that game, but it sounds like it's going to be a little bit closer, but not quite there just yet. Indeed. Going to be fun to watch, though. Yeah, oh, on yeah, replay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, <laughs> there you go. On replay. Let's just, let's keep it at that. You know, I think that's probably fine. It's bet MGM tonight.